What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ben Bolin here with spectacular auto editor Scott Benjamin. Scott, what's going on? Nothing new, Ben, really. I'm just kind of excited about talking with you today. Wow, thank you. This is very kind of you. <laughs> well, there's a couple of subjects that uh, I think we can uh, yeah. have a good time oh, with. Oh, definitely. Good you know what? With. There's one that I'm actually so excited about. I don't even want to go in with our own hypothetical segues or anything like this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no on-my-way-to-work story right here. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired of having other people build cars. And honestly, I want to know, <laughs> starting from scratch... Well, just hear me out now. Hear okay, me out. Okay, okay. Starting from scratch, is it possible that I could build my own car? Starting from scratch. Well, I've, I know I've got a lot to learn. Oh, a lot to learn. Um, starting from scratch with nothing in your garage, you want to build a vehicle. Yeah, I want to, well, let's say, you know, not mine the metal, but anything pretty much after that. Like the flat <laughs> sheets of metal, you know, maybe buy some tires, but, you know, buy buy the parts by themselves hammer out the body, make it the way that I've always wanted to make it look, you know. However, that I'll, I can show you my schematics. Mm-hmm. I'm sure but. you can. <laughs> yeah, I can I can give you a very short answer to this. Okay. Uh, and you probably know it already. The answer is most likely no. Oh. <laughs> and uh. the, the reason is that it, it's just impossible. I mean, you, you could do it, I guess, if you, if you really had the know-how. Someone, I, I mean, I speak for both of us, but someone like you and I, we, we don't have the know-how to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. There are people that are doing this, you know, spending millions of dollars to uh, create machines that form these parts and you know, the parts that fit together and and work well together. Uh, everything that makes a car is, you know, very complex. It's not it's not mm-hmm. simple. Um, of course, there are people that still do this. They they handcraft every little part of their car and they put it together. <laughs> it, it does happen, but you know, they may they'll, they'll purchase components. They'll still buy you know the the springs from a retail oh, okay. Uh, you know, facility or something like that. But, um, you know, and of course they're going to buy tires and of course they're going to buy, you know, maybe even, you know, they may form uh, the frame themselves, but they may have to go buy other suspension components 
to add right. to that frame. And uh, they may form parts of the body themselves, which, you know, that's entirely possible. But uh, they're not going to create an engine block. They're going to get an engine block from somebody. It, it's At different levels it is possible, but um, like I said, someone like you or even I couldn't really put it together. Okay, all right. So not from scratch then. That's that's probably not going to happen. I'm I'm ready to accept that. Is there anything? I'm I'm really into this do-it-yourself this week oh, kind of thing. So is there is there anything a little bit maybe a little bit easier? Oh, there is, and you're in luck. And this has been around for a long, long time. But they're kit cars. What's a kit car? Kit cars are simply just exactly what it sounds like. They're delivered. In a kit, uh, just oh, like a model would be. I thought it oh, sounded yeah. like a, a candy bar. But. Oh no, no. <laughs> kit. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, the um, <laughs> kit cars—they're—they're uh, they're delivered in big boxes, mm-hmm. um, not not little tiny boxes, but big boxes, and um, they've got all the components you need. You can buy them at different levels, so you know you may have to, uh, you know, search for engines. You may have to search for your own wheels. You may have to oh, search okay. for other components that you know. Or it kind of depends on what level you want to purchase your kit. So you can order basically a car in a box and decide how much of the actual car is Certainly. in that box. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, and you could buy uh, you could buy the kit pre-assembled at different levels of uh, completion. I guess would be the way to oh, say okay. that. You you um you could buy something that you know are ready to go. Which I don't know what the purpose of buying a kit car already <laughs> built right, would be, right. but uh, you could buy a kit car that's you know halfway there. You could buy one that's you know th- they have different levels. You know, it needs needs suspension. Needs I'm sorry, needs engine needs transmission interior components things like that so is it a hobby then is that why people would buy this kind of thing it doesn't sound like it's necessarily much cheaper than a than a garden variety well, it's, it, it's for sure a, uh, a hobby yeah i mean okay. because um you're going to invest a lot of time into something like this it's mm-hmm. uh it's not easy um even for somebody with a lot of skill it's it's not an easy task to put a car together um and even if all of the components are there for you, and even if all the components, you know, are, are made to fit together, it's still very difficult. So uh, you can see where, you know, you're uh, thinking about putting together a scratch car earlier. Yeah, uh, that would be pretty much out of the question. Um, but that, I've already, I've already thought of <laughs> a, a whole line of them. I was, I thought I was going to get this one car done in a weekend and maybe move on to the uh, minivan. Oh, the regular assembly line, huh? Is that right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, good to dream, I guess. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but these kick, no. but but back to these kit cars. Are they common? Is it is it possible that I've I've driven by some on the road? Or? Oh, for sure, that's possible. Um, yeah, I mean there are a lot of them out there, and oftentimes you'll see them even at car shows. Um, so you know they're they're um, kit cars that look like classic or historic vehicles that you know you you might not even second guess until you take a really hard look at them and okay. determine that they are you know a kit car or something new. Hold on just a second. Something you said just just hit that light bulb above my head. You said mm-hmm. uh, an historic car. Yeah. yeah you mean right. like the old cherry red 57 Chevy kind of? Oh, sure. Yeah, you can buy uh, you can buy kit cars like that. You um, can, but aren't there also some original cars like that on the road? <laughs> of course there are, yeah. And wouldn't, wouldn't assembling one of those be kind of like building a car from scratch or building a kit car? Because surely, do they... I, there's so many questions about those. Oh, sure, yeah, that's uh, that, that's one way to build your own car. I guess you're right. Uh, you could build a uh, historic vehicle, or you could you could uh, restore a historic vehicle. That's uh, that's one way of you know kind of building something with your own hands, making you know taking mm-hmm. it from maybe a junkyard wreck to uh, something that you know you could take to an, an auto show. 
do you, how do people get the parts for those? Do they have to make their own parts? Or? Uh, some people do. Yeah, that's uh, that's not unheard of. Uh, but for the most part, there are you know communities of people that you know they may they're enthusiasts. They they specialize <laughs> in you know the uh, the fifties era Chevys or they specialize in um, you know pre-war cars or they specialize in. Um, English sports cars. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to find uh, the right source, and then you can get you know the parts that you need. And sometimes they're original, sometimes they're rebuilt, sometimes they're brand new. Um, you know, it it kind of depends on what you're looking for. Sounds kind of like a, a subculture. Then these guys get pretty specific. Oh, for sure. Yeah, really. So yeah. The, the pre-war guys don't really hang out with the fifty-five, no, fifty-seven no way. guys. No way. Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. They're like oil and water. Great point, Scott. You know, it sounds like if we wanted to get involved in the full-on historic car world, we would have to be taking this kind of anthropological foray into some uncharted waters. And I'm not sure if I'm ready for it. Um, I don't know. I don't see myself or you and I hanging out uh, with some people who would fight other people based on the cars they like. <laughs> I don't know about fight, but uh, okay, I don't know about you. <laughs> they get they get pretty passionate about it. They, they get they, really they get do. pretty passionate. Yeah, well, they do. Let's let's go back to kit cars then. Uh, something a little bit uh, a little bit more plausible, mm-hmm. I guess, for you and I. Sure. Uh, what what kind of cars or kit cars? You said Cobras are, but could I go to another dealership maybe for a Cobra and just say, hey, my kit car Cobra, uh, you know, alternator belt is out or timing belt is well, out. Well, yeah, I mean, the components within the vehicle can be serviced any shop at any shop really. Um, you could take them to you know your local repair. Most of, now the people that are building their own car are probably going to do this type of work themselves. But oh, okay. you could ta- you could take it to a repair shop and have it repaired. Um, especially you know if you put a, a Ford engine in your Cobra kit car, mm-hmm. you can take it to a Ford dealer and purchase parts for that engine or you know that whatever that suspension component that you've got. Uh, whatever that component or wherever that component comes from, you can go back to that source again to get you know the either replacement part. Or repair part, or whatever you're looking okay, for. Okay, so it sounds like one of the benefits to it uh, here, as opposed to a historic car, is the benefit of standardization. Right. Mm, that's true. Yep, that's okay. right. And you know, you've got pretty much you've got you know the old older looking car, the style that you're looking for, uh-huh. and uh, you know new components, you know wow. brand new engine, brand new transmission, brand new everything. It sounds like there's a there's a huge variety of kit cars. Sounds like maybe they're not just messing around with the normal Honda Civic looking thing and the and the kind of sleek, sexy thing like the Cobra does, but maybe some fiberglass, maybe maybe some more unusual designs. Yeah, that's right. They uh, they're pretty radical designs typically, or they have been in the past. Um, you're not going to find you know Ford manufacturing a a kit car. You're not going to find uh, you know Pontiac manufacturing a kit car. Oh. It's it's these smaller groups or these these smaller companies that are either taking a, a vehicle like let's say the the Pontiac Fiero okay. and you know they they instruct you to stretch the frame 6 inches and then include this body kit and you know suddenly you've got a Lamborghini. Oh. Um so that that type of radical transformation is what you're talking about. And the uh the bodies that go on top of these are often fiberglass or they're often plastic, you know, composite material. Um, and it's not all that difficult to really tell the difference between, let's say, a real Lamborghini and a kit car Lamborghini. Now, <laughs> now some are some are much better than others, mm-hmm. um, and you know this, the, the the line is blurred a little bit. But um, you know, from a distance, of course, you know they look 
they have just like that. that. Yeah, that's right. But as you get closer, you can tell that you know that's not a Lamborghini interior. That's a that's a you know '86 Pontiac Fiero interior. Okay, that's not too hard to tell. Okay, then I've got it. Hypothetical question: mm-hmm. uh, You and I are in the parking deck. We're looking around. Mm-hmm. I we see a car that we think is is awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's say just give me some kind of car. Uh, let's go with our Lamborghini again. Okay, we see our Lamborghini, and I say something to the tune of, Scott, look at that Lamborghini. Who got a raise? And then you say, <laughs> I think that's a kit car. How how do you know? I could say that's a fake. That's um, a fake, yes. That's a fake, I like yeah. that. Well, there's, uh, I guess there's a variety of ways you could tell. I mean, maybe maybe it's badging. Maybe it's just simply the way that the body's put together. Of course, you buy a Lamborghini that's, you know, two or $300,000. It's mm. going to fit well. <laughs> um, and you know somebody who assembles one in their garage may not uh, have that concern. You know, so that some of the gaps might be you know a little bit wider than they should be. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, like I said, we can look at the interior and determine that way. Um, of course, you could buy an interior kit that looks like it, but um, you could always open open the uh, if if you're fortunate enough to uh, have the person there, they could open up the uh, the hatch and show you what kind of engine it has, uh, and that'd be another indicator. You know, if it's not the big V12 mm-hmm. Lamborghini engine. Then uh, well, it's all, yeah. all bark and no bite. Yeah, then, that's huh? right. That's okay. a, that's, that happens a lot. Okay, so <laughs> are you? So it sounds like you're telling me, uh, for us to get involved in these in these historic cars, which I think are just so cool with the '50s chrome feel to them, we'd have to we basically have to make some friends in order to to assemble our vehicle. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, finding somebody that can find parts for you uh-huh. would be key. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah. And to build my own car from scratch, despite my detailed schematics that I, I would love to show you, is maybe a bit of a fool's errand? I would think so. From scratch, starting with nothing, that is the hardest task that you would ever undertake in your life, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but to build a kit car, possible, but possible? also difficult. Mm-hmm. To reassemble a historic vehicle, you know, uh, to, uh, to, I guess, um, restore a vehicle. Mm-hmm. From you know maybe a junkyard wreck up mm-hmm. to uh, something that you're proud to drive, that is even more possible. So um, yeah, I think uh, there's all these different levels from scratch. No, I wouldn't think that's possible. okay. Okay, well if scratch is out and kit car might be in, I think uh, I think we could work together and we could we could probably get uh, a pretty pretty sweet thing going out on the road here. Um, Scott, I've got a I've got an idea for you. Are you ready? No, sure. Okay, okay. I'm thinking. We could maybe try to build a kit car. I'm just saying, with your expertise uh, in automo- all things automotive mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. my superhuman ability never to feel bad about exploiting your expertise, <laughs> there's not much that could stop <laughs> us, right? Oh, no, nothing except uh, money and time. Oh, and, uh, yeah. well, no, it's, I'm just kidding. That, uh, that's a good plan. We should try that maybe. We could have the uh, How Stuff Works race team even or something. The How Stuff Works race team. Oh, sure. Why not yeah. build a race car? If we're going to build yeah. a car, let's do it. Let's go. If we're going to go eight and a half yards, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's right. Full nine. All right. Well, well Scott... Uh, Thank you so much for uh, believing in me enough to uh, hatch this idea of the race team with me. Oh, anytime. All right, so we need to get out right now. We need to spread the word about this through the departments, get some other people on the team, uh, take care of those money and time issues. So I guess that's about it for us today. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be sure to check out the auto channel on HowStuffWorks.com for lots more information about everything automotive and how it all works. 
For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings for the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander, or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly. How much coffee have you had this morning? Oh, oh. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.